G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And today, Dale, we're here to talk about Norway, one of the big talking points of this year. Oh God, yes. Mm. So before we even get on to this year, tell us about a bit of history with Norway and Eurovision. Yeah, let's go back a little bit before we mm. get into 2018. Now, Norway debuted in 1960s, so a couple of years later to the party, but you know, one of the early runners, basically. They've actually won three times, so not a bad effort there. That's 1985, uh, Latteswinger. Ooh, classic. And 995 with Nocturne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and 2009 with Fairy Tale. Yes, one of the biggest victories ever. I believe so, up until last year. Up yep. until last year, most points. They're also known, though, for coming last. They are, aren't they, the poor things? They've come last 11 times. Oh. That is pretty bad. Now, also, out of those 11 times, four times, they got zero points as well. I've got a feeling, and I hate to say it, but perhaps the Norwegian language isn't the most pleasing to the ear. Yeah, I think there was a bit of a struggle with that. They actually got um, kind of linguists to come in and help them create songs that didn't use their kind of more harsher tones. So you got all these really, like, generic, horrible songs for a while there. (laughs) Now, after even though they come last and they've had a win few wins... Last few years, they have been smashing it out of the park. In the last 10 years, they've got six top tens. Oh, that's, that's a cracking record. Fantastic. A bit underrated here, old Norway. Mm. Um, especially the last few. 20, 2013, fourth with I Feed You My Love. Oh, classic. Margaret Berger, amazing. Classic. Eighth in 2014 with Carl Espin and Silent Storm. That was good. I really like that song. I really liked it too. Um, eighth in 2015 with Moreland, one of your favourites, and Deborah Scarlett, A Monster Like Me. But my favourite uh, duo from the year. I love that. Oh, there was about four duos, so <laughs> it was a bit of a hard True. choice. They did have a little, little drop in 2016 with the icebreaker, not qualifying it, qualifying controversially. Um, but Yust came back last year. Um, and came 10th. Another top 10 for them. Another top 10. Yeah, they've been doing well lately. They've really been smashing it out. Now, this year, do they have someone who has any experience and could probably get up there in top 10? (laughs) Boy, have they got someone, Dale. This year for Norway, it's Alexander Rybak with That's How You Write a Song. So work your magic and sing along with me. All right, Dale, let's get this out of the way. We have a returning winner. I think you've heard of Alexander Rybak. We might have heard of him. He is the gentleman that won in 2009 with Fairy Tale, mm-hmm. the classic Fairy Tale. Let's talk a little bit about him. He was born in Minsk in Belarus. Minsk. Minsk. Uh, his family moved to Norway when he was young. There was mm. no actual specific age given. Uh, in 2005, he was a semi-finalist in Norwegian Idol. Hmm. before winning another contest called The Opportunity. So really, another one that's come through the reality TV circuit. God, there's nearly everybody. Churning them out, aren't they? So post-Eurovision, his victory in 2009, he did release his first album that went to number one, and the next two, over the next couple of years, went to top ten. But for Alexander, it all started to die down a bit by mm. 2012. I believe there was a Christmas album. Ooh. That is always a worrying sign. It always is a worrying sign if you're releasing, uh, releasing Christmas albums. And of course, he did make a legendary appearance in Eurovision 2016 in Sweden in love, in Peace, Peace, Love, Love. I know. That's when I thought, you're done. 
Like you were being wheeled out as a novelty <laughs> part of an interval act. Mm. And I thought, it's all over, Alexander. What a sad case you are. Uh, and he, here he is. He hammed it up. So he then reappeared for this year's uh, Melody Grand Prix at mm. the Norwegian National Final. Uh, the international jury voted him the top song. Mm. Yeah, got votes from everywhere. Uh, and made the gold final, where he had a duel with the adorable Rebecca. Yes. Oh, uh, where he did actually win in a landslide, though. 71% of the vote. He got 306,000 tally votes, compared to 123,000. Yeah. So, I mean, that is massive. It's a big victory. It I is. mean, especially in head to head. And, you know, saying that, the jury, it was only four out of the 11 who voted him number one. I mean, that's still very good. Mm-hmm. But it probably showed the telly vote was a little bit stronger for that win, I'd yeah, say. Well, the Norwegians obviously wanted to send him, so they've got their wish. They, they do indeed. Mm. What do you like about this one, Dale? Well, <laughs> it's catchy. It's annoyingly catchy. You don't want to like it. You don't want to sing along with it. You don't want to tap your foot to it. But as soon as it opens up with that kind of like funky little riff, mm-hmm. oh, that's, I'm just like, I was like, yeah, this sounds great. And then he starts singing and it's like, oh God, this is so cheesy. But wow, it it stays in your head. It really does. And it's all about him. I, I did have my doubts. I was like, this is too cheesy. And then he went on and sung and he performed the absolute hell out of it. And if they just basically replicate what they did at the national final, this is a really, really strong entry. Um, yeah, he, he smashed it. He has stage presence. He knows what he's doing. Eurovision is made for him. And this is really going to appeal, I think, to those families and those once a years. Um, maybe not a fan favorite, but I think it's going to really stand out amongst a lot of people. Yeah, look, I'm going to concur with so many of those points. This is so catchy. And it's funky, that riff in it, it just sticks in your head. Whether you like the song or not, I, I really do find myself like whistling that song or singing away to that song to myself. That hook is just fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And this is a song for the masses. Mm. This is a song for the Eurovision Song Contest, so who cares what the fans think to a degree. Um, and he is a performer, watching uh, the Melody Grand Prix final you know what, as soon as he performed that song, there was only going to be one winner. Yeah. And it was going to be him. And he, and when you saw from that Melody Grand Prix performance is that they have a concept. Mm. They have a concept they're going to take to the staging. I don't think they're going to change it very much. No, for Eurovision, it worked so, so well. He's such an experienced performer. He will deliver on the big stage. You just know he will. So... Yeah, there's so there's so many positives to this. Even though he's opening the semi final, but I don't think that's oh, that that's going to be no don't even hinder- worry about the semi-final. no hindrance whatsoever. Yeah, and I think there's something like there's some really powerful moments in the songs, as in not like the ballady about powerful, um, but it just kind of goes wow. You have some wow moments. Like that last 30 seconds, you're like, you just get wrapped up in it. There's a fiddle reveal. Like it's just it, it's <laughs> it's is. kind of dynamic. <laughs> It kind of could have just been a bit like the whole thing the whole way through. It was quite clever of them not to bring out the fiddle too early. Because if, if he'd been opening shot had been with him in the fiddle, I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm bored. Here we go again. By I get towards the end. Well, you, you gave something in Different. every part of the song. Totally agree. So, yeah, it's annoying. And I never thought I'd say funky. Well, you said funky. And Alexander <laughs> reback in the same <laughs> sentence. I know. No, definitely not. I swear. Okay, look, it's got to have some pitfalls. What oh, are yeah. they, Michael? 
Well, look, it's cheesy. Come on, it is so cheesy. But mm. particularly lyrically. Just lyrically, it's just awful. It is. <laughs> lyrically, it is horrendous. <laughs> awful. And if you can possibly get past that, then you might enjoy the song. Or just, yeah, if you can just ignore it. Look, there's also that, and I'm going to use the word scatting. Mm. Now, scat means a couple of things. And the, the definitions cover both of what he's, <laughs> what he's doing on this song. All right? It, it's awful. Just stop. Just stop. Work. Stop it. I hate it. I hate it. And, of course, you know, he, this guy's won the competition before. So there's going to be a degree of people are like, you've won before. Get off. We don't need you on here anymore. And yeah. he has a degree of hate out there. If you look oh, online, yeah. he has got haters. I don't, I don't like him. I don't particularly know why. <laughs> I don't like him. But um, he has. So that's going to work against him as well. I don't think it's going to particularly put off the masses. But, um, yeah, look, there's, yeah, yeah. The, the song's obviously got its pitfalls. And yeah. they're fairly obvious. Yeah, yeah. I would say he, he has a very big unlikable factor for sure. Watching him at the national final waiting for the votes was so horrendous. I really enjoyed the performance, but God, he annoyed me. It's like he's acting the entire time. I didn't feel it was genuine. Oh, there's nothing genuine mm. about him. I don't know. Like I don't know. He's an odd cat, but the song and performance is great. So keep him away from everything, which is what <laughs> they're doing. Just less about him and just the song and performance, and you'll you'll do well. No, but I also think though that's going to be one of the big big positives for Net, uh, for Norway. He's going to get exposure. He's going to be a big deal in Lisbon. He's going to be one of True. the talking points. Of course, he is. He's going to be in every camera. He's going to be interviewed by every country. He's the story. He's yeah, the, exactly. He's the story. There's a couple of stories on maybe the political front, but he's the big story. Alexander mm. Reback is coming back. Exactly. It's a huge story. Everyone's going to want to interview him. Now, more on the negative. Uh, agree. Uh, the lyrics are horrendous. It's not how you write a song. It's a couple of inspirational quotes with Ooh. actually no detail whatsoever awful. it's awful it's awful mm. um yeah look i think it's going to put off a lot of people because it really is only going to cater to those kind of people who love that type of cheesy music and the performance itself um juries big question mark um the only way he's going to get some jury scores is those who pre- appreciate the performance and because of the name yeah he's getting, degree. He's getting 12 from russia <laughs> Probably, actually, to be honest. And that does always come across. Like, a little bit of a fiddle always helps on both the East and the West. Um, but look, there's there's negatives in terms of just the quality of the song itself. Even if it's catchy, it's just, yeah. Didn't seem to put off the international jurors at the Melody Grand Prix final. Well, I was just saying, only 4 of 11, so he didn't yeah. sweep the board like he did with the public. True. So True. there's definitely going to be... And that's a national final. Mm. So if you dominate a national final and don't even get half the, the 12 points. True. Yeah, but still, I mean, still got the most. But Rebecca, I think she got three or four as well. So, mm. yeah, I don't know. It's, a, it's an interesting one. There's some big negatives about it, but some massive positives. So shall we wrap and rank? Let's do it. Let's do it. The, I've got to say, this song is likeable. It is really likeable. And, and it shouldn't be, <laughs> but it is. And I found it growing on me. Really, really growing on me the more it goes. Um, And this is likeable to the masses, and this is what Eurovision's about. Mm. It's not about winning over the hardcore fans. It's about getting your message across to the masses, and this does this brilliantly. Having said that, it's not particularly my favourite in the competition or anything. I've ranked it in 26. Ooh, 26? Mm. Oh, that's quite low. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm I, surprised. I, I can't get past some of the negatives in it, which is just fair enough. Scatting. <laughs> well, you know, look. I think in terms of the song itself, 
it's cheese done extremely well. If we mm. thought Moldova did cheese well last year, t- times this by 100. Yeah. And it goes to show you that this will have appeal. However, it's not the same kind of like ironic, funky feel of Moldova. I think this is definitely for an older audience. I think this is going to be a lot of your 30 plus for sure. I don't think young folk are going to be getting behind this song so much. I'm, I'm sorry to say. The jury's all going to be the big question mark on it. But overall, so much fun. I don't want to like it, but... God, I love it. I love it. I love it. And I, it pains me to say that I've ranked this 13th. Oh, wow. That's quite high up. Yes, I know. For Alexander Reback, you yes. put in 13th. I don't like him, but oh, I really wow. like the song. Well, good on you. You've been able to separate that. Because it's the performance. I'm rating this on the performance. Mm-hmm. I watched that performance, and it just it just gets me every time. It's very well done. It was. It was. Do you want to know how the Australian fan oh, jury ranks? I want to see how the Aussies think about Our this one. 13 Australian fans ranked all songs, first to 43rd, and Norway has come in at 31st. Wow. Low. That's low. 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 Yeah. Ooh. I'm surprised by that. Mm. Again, we've got a very big mix here. Okay. Um, four top tens. Okay. A fifth, a seventh, a tenth, and a tenth. Low top tens. But yeah, yeah but good. four top tens. A 42nd, a 43rd, and a 43rd. God, a lot of 43rds. <laughs> Somebody, yeah. Every song somebody's 43rd. Like We're in a bit of an interesting bunch here, I must say. <laughs> um, but out of that, so that's out of seven out of the 13 had it either in their top 10 or in their bottom two. Wow. Yeah. There you go. That's how polarizing it is. It's a it? polarizing song, and mm. I think it'll be polarizing on the night. But no, we shall. This is amongst fans, and fans aren't. Big, we've seen it exactly in all the scoring of the mm. OJ poll. No one's really getting behind Norway. So. Yeah, well, you know, you know what strikes me: seventy-one percent of the telly vote in Norway. That that's singing to me that the public like it. Yeah, uh, I, uh, yeah, they should do. They should mm. do. I mean, it is one-eyed Norway. If you had a great winner from Australia come back. You'd vote for it again. No, he tried before, hadn't he? And he didn't get through. He didn't. I don't think he sang. He's written a lot of songs. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, fair enough. I might be wrong on that one. I know mm. he's written a lot of songs mm. to try and make Eurovision, and none of them have. Mm. So I think he's gone, you know what? I'll give it a crack myself. Mm. Okay, shall we predict how we think this is going to go? Is it going to get out of the semi final? Oh, God, yeah. This is just this is a rusted on straight through qualifier. Yeah, forget about it. Agree. There's literally no reason to even talk about. It. There's no way yep. that this is going to miss out. Even opening the show, no one's going to forget that one. God no. Okay, final. How is this going to go? I think we're going to see Alexander Rybak in the top ten once again. I got a feeling. I think he's going to do very very well. This is a incredibly pleasing song for the public. So I think the telly vote will be good. It's a polished performance. I can't see it not doing well. Yeah, definitely. It's it's to me it's a top ten for sure. I think this is top three televote. I think this is I think this is gonna potentially do very well. It'll probably be how the juries go for it. If they if they treat it decently. Yeah. Absolutely. It could it's it's it is an outside is an outside winning chance. And if he draws second half, yep. uh, the Swedes uh, owe him a good spot in the final because he's opening the semi-final. Yep. So he could be in a prime spot. Yep. It could have everything going for it. I, I, this could do very, very well. It's one of those years where, look, there's only probably a few songs that can win. And this easily could just not be in the running whatsoever, but it's got the factor mm-hmm. that has a potential winner there. Absolutely. So that's why I did put a little each way bet on it. But <laughs> however, I don't think it's a strong chance of winning. I just think it's an outside chance of winning. I think it's a better chance of winning than Czech Republic. Got no chance. So like that's why, you know. I think it's down to the way the juries voted. 
If yeah. they give it a decent score and it's within striking distance, then the public might get it over the line. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, but um, I mean, there's a lot of good entries, so... Hmm. That's it. That's it indeed. Right, okay. Well, thanks very much for listening. Are you on the side of loving and thinking it has a big chance or you think, God, what are you talking about? It's got zero chance. It's awful and you hate it. Let <laughs> us know. Aussie Vision Net on all our socials. But um, for now, thanks very much for listening. Thanks, guys. See you later. Bye.